Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach. Let's get started. So excited to have you on the show today, Dr. Valerie. And guys, Dr. Valerie Rain really is recreating the perspective in each of our minds uh, to ask ourselves the question, how good can it get versus how much can we bear? And I think that is an unbelievable mindset, especially in the turbulent, crazy times that we are experiencing right now, where it's more important than ever to have our mental game dialed in and have coping mechanisms to deal with the immense amount of stress that pretty much everyone is facing. So Dr. Valerie, very timely to have you on the show today. So happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. So happy to be here. Absolutely. So in your book, Patriarchy, Stress Disorder, you talk about the invisible inner barrier to women's happiness and fulfillment. And you give, obviously, women tools to unlock what's really possible for them. Um, when you started diving into this idea of the patriarchy stress disorder, what led to that for you? Hmm. What led to that was um, me playing the patriarchy game my entire life without realizing it. I was checking off the boxes of achievement throughout my school and career, and I excelled in everything that I did, and I was living my dream life. I had my private practice in psychology, two graduate degrees um, in psychology, and I was happily married, and I had a wonderful daughter and a beautiful home, and I also had my coaching and consulting practice. And one day, I was on the phone with a client, and I noticed that I was only smiling with the right side of my face. And the left side of my face and my body went numb. And I ended up in the ER with symptoms of a stroke. And thankfully, that was not a stroke. My diagnosis was just stress. And that was the moment of waking up to the fact that I had been carrying so much stress in my body, in my system, without realizing it. From the outside looking in, my life really was perfect, right? I was, I, I, I had it all. And I didn't even know how, how depleted, how exhausted I was because it just felt normal. And looking around and looking at other high achieving women and so many clients in my own practice, I saw that it was such a prevalent condition that stress has become our normal and that game of how much can I bear has become our normal. And I started looking at it through the lens of, okay, well, we're not choosing it consciously. What is going on? What is driving this for us? Because nobody wakes up and goes, well, I'm just going to drive myself into the ER today. Um, And uh, exciting research was coming out at that time research, uh, exciting to nerds like me, was um, about intergenerational transmission of trauma. Basically, that traumatic experiences are genetically transmitted. And that's when the dots began to connect for me. Wait a minute. For thousands of years, women have been oppressed. Oppression is traumatic. Not having ownership of our bodies, our choices, 
our money, our voice, anything for over 10,000 years. That has led to those traumatic experiences to be imprinted in our subconscious. And what trauma does, how it keeps us safe, how those experiences keep us safe going forward is by keeping our nervous system in constant overdrive and constant hypervigilance. Therefore, it creates so much stress in our systems. Now that we are doing the things that historically have been prohibited to women, not only that, they have been punishable. A woman's power has always been a punishable offense under patriarchy. And so now that we have the opportunity to do whatever we desire, we are actually constantly triggering that trauma in our subconscious, in our nervous system that leads to burnout, that leads to alienation in relationships, trouble getting into our turn on and orgasms and deep intimacy and deep connection with our partners and our children and ourselves. There are so many ways in which it manifests that all stems from that inherited trauma of oppression that I've termed patriarchy, stress disorder, or PSD. Mm. And yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about stress is sometimes you're, you're so stressed all the time that you don't even know that you're stressed. Yeah. Right? So how exactly. do you even begin to unpack that? How do you even begin with all that everyone is dealing with and has on their plates every single day? How do you even begin to assess where you are on that scale mm. and do something about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really great question because obviously I didn't know until I ended up in the ER. And the irony is that I was also not only a psychologist, but a certified yoga teacher. I also used mind-body tools in my practice and I was teaching yoga and mindfulness and meditation. And yet I was unaware of how much stress I was carrying in my body because it's so much of a baseline and it's even a comfort zone, um, strangely, but it is a comfort zone for high achieving women because when we're in that stress response, we actually feel empowered. So it's, it's a, a bit of a pickle here to really unpack it but when we start to look more closely at, let's say, in the body, how much stress, how much tension is in the body, I recommend simple things like doing a body scan, just scanning the body uh, mentally, uh, head to toe, and just noticing forehead, is there tension there, <laughs> temples, jaw, neck, shoulders, chest, right, fists. What, what am I clenching? What am I holding for a quick diagnostic? Also, the breath is a great diagnostic tool. When we're in a stress response, we're constantly under breathing, under receiving, and that actually translates into under receiving also the fruits of our hard work, under receiving pleasure, under receiving joy. So see if you can take a really deep inhale, relaxing the belly, relaxing the rib cage, allowing the ribs to splay out, the collarbones to come up. And if, if there is tension, if there is limitation on that breath, that just signals that there's been contraction, there's been limitation. And contraction is also a defense mechanism that trauma creates. Trauma creates a lot of defense mechanisms that then serve 
they serve us to protect from something that in our subconscious is perceived as unsafe, such as playing big, being visible, having lots of money, loving who we love. Ironically, that is perceived as unsafe because it's always been forbidden and punishable for women. So those safety mechanisms, they actually do express in the body. And that's easy to diagnose. And they also express in the mind, in the thoughts that are holding us back from fully, truly embodying our power, influence, whatever inspiration we carry in the world. And that may manifest as the inner critic, as the imposter syndrome, as the so-called upper limit problem. And those mechanisms also manifest in our actions. Let's say we have this very important proposal or a, a talk to prepare to, and all of a sudden we have 50 um, windows, uh, browser windows open and we're doing social media research or calling the pediatrician to schedule a well-child appointment for next year. Um, or sometimes we find ourselves frozen in inaction or getting mired in some addictive behaviors, Netflix saying, eating, drinking, online shopping, what have you. So all of these are actually symptoms that our system is feeling unsafe. It's not our fault. It's not our shortcoming. And we can use the tools. I teach the tools in my book and the book comes with resources on my website, drvalerie.com, where you can start to use some of these tools to go deeper. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, it's so important to have these conversations because we, we so easily trick ourselves into thinking that we're these invincible machines. Yes. And then you look at something like what's going on right now with the coronavirus and it's, you know, something we can't see, we can't touch. Right. And yet it can shut the whole world down because yes. we are we are humans, right? And, and we're not machines and we, you know, we are affected by things. So I, I love that you're doing this work. So in the book, give us like a little sneak peek or, you know, a taste of maybe one of the tools that's one of your favorite things mm -hmm. to work through with clients that really help them uncover, even for example, I don't know if, if you work with the upper limit syndrome a lot, but I think that's something yeah. that just about every human being faces and, and deals with whether they know it or not. Uh, is there anything that maybe you, any special work that you do around that, that would be helpful for the people listening to the, the show today? Yeah, absolutely. In the book, I share my five stage process for working through these things, including the upper limit problem. Because what is the upper limit problem? It is our system signaling unsafe, unsafe, unsafe when we approach that next limit. That, that's all there is. It's, it's not, we cannot really think our way out of it. It will have a short-term effect, but not a, not a lasting effect. Then another thing will come up because these protective mechanisms are in our subconscious, they are in our biology. And biology always prioritizes self-preservation. Always, always, always. So in my system, instead of working against the biology, trying to trick it or, or hack it, we actually work with it. We help those protective mechanisms evolve from being what I call prison guards in the invisible, in the prison of, of inherited trauma of PSD and other kinds of trauma that live in our subconscious. 
we evolved them to our bodyguards. So we feel safe and protected on that journey to the next level of how good can it get. And that actually removes the upper limit problem altogether. Like it doesn't exist anymore because we feel safe internally in our system, in our biology. And there are tools that go with each of the five steps, each of the five stages. And um, in the first step or stage, we recognize the invisible in the prison. We take a close look at personal, collective, inherited kinds of trauma that are in our subconscious subconscious aka they are invisible they fly under the radar so i have specific ways to help women recognize them and in the second stage we meet the prison guards those trauma defenses that show up in the mind through the thoughts in the body through different reactions including anxiety trouble sleeping trouble relaxing etc or trouble concentrating or being in clarity or making decisions etc and in actions through distractions or being frozen in inaction. And then we evolve them to bodyguards in the third stage. And then we are able to do deeper trauma healing work in the fourth stage. We dig the tunnel to healing. And in the fifth, fifth one, we emerge in, well, outside of the invisible in the prison. And we are actually no longer running the ancient survival programming. And the work there is to expand our channels, expand our capacity to receive all the good and push the envelope of how good can it get even further in our personal lives, in our businesses, et cetera. So that's the journey. And it starts with what we're doing right now. We're actually in that first stage of having this conversation, as you said, so that we can recognize that there is nothing wrong with us. And whatever is holding you back from either fully playing big in the world or receiving the fruits of your playing big in the world feeling yeah yeah, I love that because I'm sitting here thinking to myself you know I know a lot of people that listen to this show they're like super high achievers super high performers you know I am as well and what's coming up for me Dr. Valerie right now as I listen to this is I'm thinking to myself I wonder if we're all working way harder than we need to be. (laughs) I am I am not one to shy away from hard work but what I mean by that is I feel like sometimes maybe when there's trauma that you're having to work through, maybe it's like a little bit of quicksand that you don't even know you're in quicksand. Mm, yeah. um, you don't even recognize that it's it's going on or that it's there. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. I love this analogy, Kelly, of quicksand. Exactly. Because trauma creates that resistance. So those trauma defenses, those prison guards I talked about most high achieving women I work with, once we start getting into it, they recognize that at least 90%, and that's a scary number, at least 90% of their time and energy is actually one way or another in dancing with the prison guards, either changing their mindset or working against the tension in the body or not fully restoring and uh, relaxing when they sleep having trouble sleeping or through their relationships and recharging there and receiving the joy that will actually refuel them. So 
there is this drain, constant drain, constant loss of time, energy, and oftentimes money when we just can't fully restore, recharge, relax. And we, we are working way harder, not only through doing what we're doing, that would be one thing, but we're actually laboring. We're doing emotional labor of working with the mindset or working with uh, against that resistance that is actually trauma defense. And when we resolve the underlying trauma and we feel safe, we feel in the flow, we're able to relax and recharge and, and enjoy, then we actually don't carry the stress and the tension and don't work as hard and actually accomplish more. I love that. It's almost like tending to a garden Mm. where it's like instead of waiting for all the weeds to come up you just like are proactively saying like where do I need to like pay attention to myself and, and better understand myself and where do I need to like slow down and give myself some grace or open up a new part of myself um, and you don't necessarily need to wait until like you know for example like you shared so many people have come on the show and shared these stories of these like crazy medical things that come about because of stress mm -hmm. and sometimes you're so stressed you don't even realize you're stressed and then you wake up one day and you go to get on an interview with a client and half of your face is hanging down like you know, <laughs> hopefully the work that you're doing with people is saying like you know there's there's ongoing work that you can be doing um you know all the time so that you don't get to that point yeah it and is proactive absolutely it is like tending uh, the garden it's you either um spend your days weeding yeah, like working against the resistance in the mind and the body, or actually what also PSD creates is it makes us blind to opportunity, which is very tragic for high achieving women. And just to illustrate this very quickly, I, I had this conversation with that. That's actually that story is in my book with a woman who was in a very high level mastermind with somebody whose name is known to everyone. And she obviously was very confident, invested in herself at a very high level. And once she was there, she received this offer for a consulting opportunity. Um, um, to the tune of $350,000, actually more than that, for her talents. And when she was sharing that with me, we were having a discovery call about working through PSD. And she very quickly moved on from that story. And I asked her, so what happened? What happened with the opportunity? And she said, what opportunity? well the consulting that was offered to you and she was actually processing that on the call and I realized that it hadn't even registered for her as real because PSD that deep wound that we carry I call it the wound of worthlessness in our subconscious mm -hmm. although consciously she was very confident in her subconscious she could not compute that her time could be worth that much Imposter mm -hmm. syndrome kicked in. Oh, you would be found out. It's not really your area of expertise. He'll be disappointed. You will let everybody down. Uh, but that was all subconscious under the radar. So she just she just walked away from the opportunity. And every day it happens to all of us. 
we have all these opportunities all around us that we're not even registering because we automatically, our subconscious automatically disqualifies us. And if we see some opportunities, then we may hesitate to go for them because again, we disqualify ourselves. And this is one of the big losses, constant loss that happens through PSD, not only for us, but for the world. Yes. Yes, that is, this is amazing stuff. I, I love everything that you're opening up here. And I think, you know, there's so much that we seek to understand in the world and there's so much that we seek to understand and learn and ways that we, we try to grow, but seeking to understand ourselves, yeah, seeking to understand our minds, seeking to understand how even things that happen before us that we're not aware of could be impacting us and then how to kind of cleanse and move forward and release, I think yeah. is so, so key for that long-term sustainable, healthy. And I love what you said, like she couldn't even process, she couldn't even recognize that she could be worth that much, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's, that's opening up a lot, I think, for everybody listening. And I think it, it really shows what's possible when you do this work. Really, really cool. Very interesting stuff. So do you have any favorite, um, you know, story or um, transformation that you think would be really inspiring to leave everyone with today, Dr. Valerie? And then, of course, I want to encourage them. I got a copy of the book. I want to encourage everyone to get a copy of the book as well. Thank you so much, Kelly. I love the story that actually illustrates a woman who's worked through that wound of worthlessness, that core wound of PSD. Um, and that story is also in my book. And when um, she came to work with me, I call her Jess, not her real name. She had, she was a high achieving woman uh, around 30 and she had a list of things that she wanted to accomplish right now on top of the list was meeting the one meeting a partner on her level and the truth was that she had a string of heartbreak um, and all of those relationships were not on her level at all in fact she kept lowering the bar with each relationship that didn't work out let's say, well, somebody who already didn't share her level of ambition and didn't take good care of his body, she would think, oh, if I can't make it work with him, I need to date somebody who basically lives with his parents. <laughs> so she kept lowering the bar because that's how PSD works. It uses everything as confirmation that, oh, you're not worthy. Subconsciously, of course. Consciously, she was very confident. She um, she really approached life as a, as a project uh, that she could tackle and achieve, but subconsciously this was going on and that was being reflected in her reality. And at work, she had the same situation where she was working very, very hard, was very talented and completely undervalued by management, helping out her coworkers, but not receiving uh, reciprocity. And once we started healing, uncovering first and healing the, the, this wound, healing PSD, she attracted a person into her life who was really beyond her wildest dreams, who valued her, who saw her bigness, who treated her like the precious being that she is. And of course, her subconscious mind tried to sabotage it every step of the way. But thankfully, we kept on working on it, and she was able to finally receive 
the love at that level and they're now happily married and it's a beautiful story and the same transformation happened in her work life she transitioned out of that toxic environment she is now earning a lot more her talents are recognized she has a flexible schedule and that that's just the outcome right that is a natural outcome from healing something in our subconscious. Otherwise, we're just at the mercy of what's unfolding in life and we're seeing it as, oh, this is just stuff happening. But it's not just stuff happening. We're always active participants. We're always creating our reality from our subconscious. And unless we're conscious of what is creating our reality, how can we control? Well, control maybe is the wrong word, but how can we be that active participant? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's... That's really the core of this work. How can we become conscious of how we're creating this reality and, and design it by our desires? Love it. Love it. Such, such interesting, fascinating stuff. And I love, I love that story because I think that sometimes when you have started to experience the same outcome, even in different situations or different ways over a period of time. Yeah. Like the example that you gave, you maybe adjust your expectations for the outcome instead mm -hmm. of adjusting maybe what's going on inside of you that's causing that outcome. Right. So I think that's, yeah, that's really, really great. So I know you make some tools available on the website that coincide with the book. First of all, let's tell everybody where they can get a copy of the book and then quickly just maybe you can give a little bit of an idea of the types of tools that you provide to help people kind of work through these things and, and progress forward. Yeah, drvalerie.com. That's where you can actually download the first chapter of the book and the link to purchase it on Amazon is there as well, as well as the supplemental materials that come with the book. There are some mind-body practices and some awareness practices. And these help you identify when, when that trauma response is active in your system and come back into your body. I call this one a repower tool that helps you repower anywhere, anytime by coming back to your body and the executive centers of the brain at times when um, the trauma response activates fight, flight, freeze in the system and you are not in your best creativity, productivity, not your best communicator etc. So that's a powerful one. I recently taught it at a Fortune 500 company and that was really, really cool to see that people are recognizing that this is indispensable uh, in their daily lives. And there are also tools to help you recognize those prison guards. There's some tracking sheets that all makes sense in the context of the book. And I also want to mention that, yes, the book creates awareness and that's very valuable we cannot heal without awareness but the book is not in itself a healing tool in order to heal trauma we need conditions such as safety and guidance qualified guidance step by step a holding environment so that i provide to my clients through various programs that i teach and also work with some clients individually those who are going fast in life and don't have, are not willing to waste their time and energy on prison guard um, face off. So all of that is available and you can inquire at uh, drvalerie.com or message me directly, valerie at drvalerie.com. If you're serious about your 
what I call jailbreak, breaking out of the invisible inner prison and mastering the game of how good can it get in your business and in your personal life. I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Valerie, for the work that you're doing. You're inspiring so many people to dig deeper and to open up their world in terms of what's possible for them and for the tools that you're providing to help them to do it. I'm so excited to dig deeper into the book myself and, and do some of the tools and exercises. And I hope for everybody listening, you recognize that there is a next level for you and it may not be light years away. It may be just a next level of awareness. So thanks, Dr. Valerie, for being here and for everything that you shared today. Thank you so much, Kelly, and everybody who shared your time with us today. All right. Until next time, guys, keep tuning in each and every week to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. We'll see you back here. To join the absolutely free live launch workshop where you will learn the simplest method on the planet to simplify your launches and scale your service-based business online, text live launch, all one word, to 44222. Text live launch to 44222. We'll see you on the inside.